Welcome to Strip It Back, the podcast which helps to simplify life and live in the moment with Joanne Panetta and Renee Talia. Good afternoon, everyone from Melbourne. It is gloomy today, but Hey, I'm looking across the screen at the beautiful sunshine that is beaming summer in Europe. You're in a singlet top. I'm in a nice woolly. God, we've changed spots, haven't we? Good oh, morning. it just cracks me up. Even this, like it's such a distinct difference. Like it's good morning for me. I'm in a singlet. I'm not going to lie. I'm in a singlet and jocks because it's really hot. Like it's really hot today. I've got the windows open. The sun's beaming in. No air conditioning in my house, just quietly. Like it's a big thing. I think maybe we need to go and purchase one. But, yes, good morning from beautiful, sunny Italy. Um, I'm feeling a little sleepy today and even my voice and definitely my face is showing that. And um, I'm having a good old giggle because for the first time in Strip It Back history, I just made um, you stop the recording <laughs> and re-record because I was like, I forgot what I was going to say. And <laughs> Perfect segue into today's topic of words and the power of words. I was like, how can I talk about the power of words if I forgot what I was going to say? So and no words, we're the silent. No, that's funny. <laughs> but this leads us beautifully into the segue of where do words even come from? Like, you know, and what we use as language. So I think this is just perfect. It was divine timing, as they oh. say. <laughs> Talk about stripping it back and being completely real. It was just so funny. I just thought, how how can I show up, right, and talk about the power of words? Like this is a really great conversation, a very important one, considering that words, as you mentioned, are everything that we have at the moment because we can't hug each other, we can't go on our walks on the beach together. Our words and our connection have power. And, um, yeah, I, I want to discuss that a little bit around particularly words, words that we use unconsciously, um, slogans around communication and just kind of diving a little bit deeper into this concept that our words have power. And when I say our words have power, what comes up for you, Renee? I just feel like my head goes straight to affirmations at the moment because they're a buzz thing and, you know, if you're repeating something, it almost has kind of this mantra that runs through and is going to manifest. So when you say that they have power, to me it's like a slogan that comes to my mind is be careful what you wish for. Oh, my goodness. I say this all the time, careful what you wish for. Mm-hmm. Mm. And what yeah. is there anywhere in your, your world at the moment or oh. that you've had where you're like, whew, did I manifest that? Is, is it a, did I say that? And, and for some reason, if you have the power and you're putting that out there to something that you're desiring to call in, then great. Mm, I have I very much so, very, very much so have that. And it's interesting because the words affirmation can sound like a really fluffy concept. And when we say careful what you wish for, it can be kind of deemed as this doomy and like, oh, careful, like, you know, scary, fear. But mine is through the lens of love and hilarity. So as you know, I live by my choices. My values therefore create my choices. And when I was like, 
this is the kind of partner I want. This is the relationship I want. I've got it in front of me. It says, I choose the end result of an expansive, passionate and sensual connection with space for transformation and growth. And I was like, yeah. And then when you look at the origin of like passionate, I was like, hang on a second. I have certainly gotten myself a passionate Italian and I'm not just talking about his love and his affection but just in general as a human, like that man is fiery. And I was like, oh, hang on. Actually, I wished for him so I got him. So, you know, give what you wish for. It's so funny. You've, you've met him, you know. Oh, I know. And, you know, we, we think that, you know, uh, well, what a beautiful wish for starters that has has manifested. Mm-hmm. I want to flip it though for a moment. Could this be careful what you wish for be or evolve in maybe a negative way for people? Absolutely. Like how many times, you know, I, I go back, I, I'm transported to the school in Singapore, you and I team teaching, how many times we've tried to reframe the language of our students. I don't know. I can't. And even last week's episode, this is too hard. Mm. Isn't that interesting? Like this language that we're using, that they're out, like our language has power. And if we're constantly saying I can't do something or I don't know, that's the end result. That's what's going to happen. It's going to prove that you can't do something or that you don't know something. And then your your brain and your body are like kind of subconsciously um, under all the surface going, well, of course I can't do that. So therefore I'm going to do everything to make sure that I meet my words of I can't do that. That's too hard. So, mm-hmm. yeah, what, what about for you? What happens or what comes up for you is an example of careful what you wish for kind of flipped into a not so fabulous context. Well, where I've seen it, it's, it's very similar to you um, and, and the school environment definitely comes up and I think that you get more of that. Like I feel like when you've put out that, it's almost like that challenge continually shows up and it's like you needing to have to acknowledge it before you can move past that obstacle. So... I feel like being in business, and I mean, you are going to talk more about this in your adventure at the moment where you've started something new, is something where this always shows up if you are, oh, I don't know how to do that. And it could be as simple as, I don't know how to load something on on, on the tech world. And then it feels like you just keep having this same battle, maybe not on the tech world, but it's like, oh, um, until you acknowledge, hang on, where can I change that frame of mind or who can I get involved as a coach or who can I get a, some advice that knows how to do this and then step over that, just like a kid in a classroom that says, I can't. Well, actually, who's the expert in the class right now? And who could I go and ask and and get a little bit of a shift of advice in this moment? It's that growth mindset again that we come back to, this idea of taking something and, you know, we're not going to be experts at everything. What a boring world if we were good at everything. That's what makes us alive, like truly alive, things that are challenging. And it's these thinking and um, critical thinking and, and strategy skills that come with having a growth mindset. 
And again, you and I have been very passionate in our time in classrooms to teach that and evolve and do all these things, but also to apply it to our normal lives. And I, I, I keep thinking about, I get slogans. I'm getting all these mm. slogans. Like, you know, I'm going to go through a few. I'm going to go through a few with them and see okay. what lands. All right, are you ready? Yeah. Um, be your word. Careful what you wish for with what we've done. Words have power. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Oh, I know, I know that one. That one got me. Wash your mouth out with soap. Watering down this, and and you know, I, your reaction tells me we need to dive into. If you don't have anything nice to say, we don't don't say anything at all. Like, mm. How many times do you think you've heard that in your life? Uh, I've lost count, and this is something that adults that I look up to. And I say adults as if I'm a kid. Do you see how I've just gone back into my kid oh, mindset? Because I feel I'm like this is something that kids get told. If you don't have something nice to say, just don't say it. Bite your tongue. And I think that this is something that keeps me and has and something that still can show up to this day, like from not being my whole self and hiding, you know, and, and double-guessing, ooh, is, is this right? And having to work on beliefs that have actually been in my subconscious. And if I'm really authentic right now, I have been working with someone who has, from a subconscious level, from a kinesiology perspective, worked on some of my belief systems in and around things that I form subconsciously to keep myself safe at a time in my life, but are still there now as a critical need we've been able to um, release them but they come from little things like moments that might be an incident or where you've been told something like uh, what was it um if you don't have anything nice to say I can literally see like we, this isn't a visual podcast but your body language has changed as you're talking about this. Mm. Your hands are near your mouth, <gasps> your shoulders have caved in and you're moving back. It's really interesting to observe. You're moving back mm. into your chair. You're actually physically making yourself small when talking about this. <sighs> like I've got goosebumps on my arm. Mm. And Tell me about that. can I just say, isn't it interesting like you can have all the awareness in the world, but things that you have heard before and what that can bring back in your body, which just shows the power of the mind-body connection. What comes up for me is I'm thinking Sorry, about being... Say, can I just pause you for a second? Yeah. Because people would look up to you as a person who's got their shit all together. Like... Why would you have this reaction to something like a statement of nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all? So thank you for being you and human and allowing our listeners to see that part of yourself. I just had to interrupt mm -hmm. you because someone will be like, oh, wow, if like this impacts Renee, like Renee's done all this work on herself and she has a business that's around mind-body connection, it's still there, right? It's yeah. still there. We so, are these human beings and I think this is evolving there's not a tick the box and I think especially as teachers we um we love a good checklist and I think that there can be this perception even around the growth mindset and the the, the personal development world that 
I've done that, tick. It doesn't actually work like that. As we are transitioning, changing in life, like change is inevitable um, and you grow with it. And sometimes there are things where you're going to have a reaction or a blueprint pattern or something's going to show up in your life. And this state for me just makes me think about being around conversations, sometimes even gossip, where you are in the room and I find myself often getting either not wanting to be involved in the gossip that's going on and needing to circuit break that conversation. And I even say that, (laughs) circuit break the conversation. And I feel like my body's responding to that now. Just oh, quiet. now, okay, I'm going to stop there. How would you, if you are in a gossip conversation, because, look, you are in the land, I'm going to put it out there, Italians love a bit of gossip. There is a joke that goes, I don't know if your family used to say that, but we used to say that the, the Italians kept the phone companies in business because they all love getting on the phone having a, a gossip. I don't think it just comes down to Italians. Personally, I was in a school the other day and they love a bit of gossip too. So I think it's just generally. Do you remember when you came to the small town where my nonna was born and how, like, remember how you came and stayed on the farm and we were walking around and all the nonnas were, like, out on their plastic chairs and, you know, the fact that we were there, like it was such a small town, like everybody knew, the neighbourhood watch, like yeah. the nonnas knew everything, <laughs> right? Um, and, yes, I'm in the land of the the let's go on a passeggiata, a slow walk, and have a chiacchierada, a little bit of a chat, which genuinely means let's kind of gossip and complain about a lot of stuff. And um, I take it with a grain of salt. We're all human, Right. And my making myself small and my scapegoat, which I'm starting to slowly realise I can't get away with any longer, is, oh, no, sorry, I wasn't listening. I don't understand. (laughs) And I would sit there and pretend when I was around this conversation, I was like, oh, no, this is one of those moments where, you know, the the language is too challenging and I'm going to zone out. That was a lie. I was just in one of those uncomfortable situations with the memo of if you've got nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all, and knowing that I was like, I really don't want to contribute to this conversation, but then also being the new kid on the block and thinking, well, how do I then connect socially? It's tricky. It's a Mm -hmm. really tricky thing to navigate. And like I said, we're all human, and I found myself in these situations I've then come home and felt a bit yuck, yeah, yeah, and a bit of guilt. And I'm like, there's no lower form of vibration than guilt and shame. So mm. that's got to stop. We're human. Yes, I was part of those conversations. But the difference was I knew it wasn't for me and slowly I've been sort of saying, oh, no, let's change the subject or um just sort of nodding in agreement and being saying, I don't, I don't really have anything to contribute, you know, or just changing the topic completely. That so, takes something though to actually, can we just change the topic? Because yeah, it's a bit scary. <laughs> people can want to keep going down that. And, you know, it, it really takes some courage for that. 
So I acknowledge you for that. And I also acknowledge you for, I'm not sure if you remember, you actually dropped something off to me. Oh, I did. I remember because I was feeling a bit crap after, you know, partaking in a conversation that didn't like where it was going. And I was tired. I was feeling a bit homesick. Oh, it's interesting. My throat's croaking up as I say this. Mm. Isn't that interesting? Your body always knows. I was feeling a little homesick. I was missing my girlfriends and the way that we communicate and talk. And um, I also felt like a bit of a bitch. I'm going to be honest and say that because I judged them Mm. and I made them wrong. So um, that in itself is not okay either. So there's this really interesting play of saying, you know, I am my word, the power of words, but there's also the human experience and we're in it. And um, when you've got emotions running high and it's been a really challenging time and maybe life hasn't been as engaging and as, and as, as I guess, a cultural and, and musical and creative, sometimes people are challenged and don't have things to talk about and are uncomfortable with the space, the quiet mm-hmm. space, you know. And sometimes that's where those habits of low vibrational conversations like gossiping or surface level conversations about the weather or what's on tv there's space for them mm-hmm. in those moments and it's just catching yourself in that awareness maybe not the gossiping part but there's certainly space for those conversations and i think you and i have talked about this a lot sometimes you just want to appreciate the conversation for what it is and not have to be the person that changes the subject takes it deeper even if it doesn't completely align with you yeah and i think the key here is having the awareness that if it doesn't align with you and you're choosing just to be there to listen um, and just know, like, when you've dropped off and said, you know what, I was involved in gossip today and I just want to acknowledge that that was what happened today um, and you left it there. I didn't need to give you any feedback. It is what it is. You just having to acknowledge that. And I think that's a key difference in, in, in the human experience as well you know, and, and talking about the circuit breakers. I know I've moved my, removed myself before. I call it the toilet run, whatever it is, you know. Um, and, you know, again, that's just creating that space to maybe make the next choice of whether you're going to stay and be the participant there and know that you're being the participant there as a bystander. What do you think about the bystander? Mm, it takes me back to teaching again and saying, you know, like the bystander watching the bully is just as much of a bully. And I, I don't know if I agree with that completely anymore because mm-hmm. mm, it's not easy to be sovereign and stand up and say everything. And there's a part of me that I know you feel the same way. You feel a bit tired after a while standing up and, and trying to share your your truth and everything after a while and just listen to your body. I think It's an interesting topic, the whole bystander and speaking up and social media, for example, is a great platform to have your opinion shared. I'm not one who usually shares much from a a standpoint there, but that's going to change for me. And it's like, why should I be made wrong if I don't want to communicate that as well, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense? It's it's very deep, this, this concept of the words and the bystander and how we invest in communication it's um I don't think it's something that we can cover in one episode for 20 minutes no but if your word is your bible there's another saying if your word is if your word is I've lost my train of thought 
that's okay. You've lost your words. I've Doesn't lost matter. my words and that must be the wrap <laughs> for today. <laughs> if your word is missing, you just wrap it up, uh, you know, and that's okay. <laughs> I actually think this is something that we need to continue. Like this is a conversation that needs to continue. And I'd be fascinated, really fascinated to hear from other people who have had these little situations pop up, whether it be the surface level conversation, the stories of I can't, whether it's, you know, nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. I want to hear your stories. Like we love hearing from you. We get so much great feedback. And, uh, yeah, maybe that's the that's the, the next step. I think it's something that needs to be continued. Well, let's finish up on our note <laughs> of our small thing. Look, we're not going to restart the whole thing again. We started with you. We've gone with me. This is where we're at. The word, the word, the word. But what, <laughs> what was your small win today? Oh, I'm still too tired to even think. No, don't laugh. Um, can I have a small win from yesterday? I yeah, think I'd like a we'll let you. Look, yesterday. anything goes today. <laughs> well, I am very tired. Uh, I haven't had much sleep. And my small win from yesterday was going with the flow, even though I knew it would be, I would be tired today. So our beautiful friend launched her um, poetry book here in Nevada last night and we had a huge celebration which ended up finishing in the early hours of the morning which for me is big but that's Mm -hmm. life in Italy now and um, I'm running off a lack of sleep but my small win was that I knew that that would be the case and I still surrendered to the moment had a fantastic time beautiful enjoy that summer yes exactly and what about you what's your small win my small win happened really early this morning you know I'm a jump out of bed kind of get going have my walk and it was raining this morning really early and I just gave myself full permission to lay in bed for an extra 40 minutes and just listen to my audiobook bliss and I'm taking that as really nice ease to the morning and small win Beautiful. So good. Oh, I love it. The power of words to be continued, I believe. <laughs> Until next time, everyone. Bye. Ciao. Thank you for tuning in to Strip It Back. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, we'd really appreciate it if you could kindly leave us a review. 